Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on chapter 2 of the book of Galatians. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. Holy Spirit, please guide us and help us to see the truth, know the truth, discern the truth, and live by the truth. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. Lord, I can't thank you enough for every single thing that you've done, and I am beyond grateful and thankful for you, Lord. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. 14 years later, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and set before them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. But I did this privately to those who seemed to be leaders, for fear that I was running or had run my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 2, Paul had went to Jerusalem in response to a revelation from God to go. God had called Paul to go to Jerusalem, and he was led by the Holy Spirit. He didn't go because a man or a person told him to go. Paul approached the leaders of the church in private, and he preached the gospel of Jesus to them. And the gospel that he preached is that Jesus dying on the cross was sufficient to forgive them of their sins. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. And the Gentiles didn't have to follow the laws of Moses to be saved by Jesus. And what Paul means by running his race is doing his best to stay fully submitted to the will of God the Father and the mission that God gave him. Paul didn't doubt his message to the Gentiles, but he thought that there may be a divide from the apostles if they didn't preach the same message that he preached. In verse 3, it seems here that the apostles agreed with Paul, and the Jewish leaders of the church accepted Titus even though he wasn't circumcised. In verses 4 through 5, some false brothers wanted to make all the Christians a slave to the law and steal the freedom of the Gentiles in Christ. So they tried to make it an issue that Titus wasn't circumcised. But Paul and the others stood firm in their faith that Jesus is the only way to salvation and the Gentiles don't have to be circumcised in order to be saved by Jesus. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 6. As for those who seem to be important, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. 
Those men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews, was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Peter, and John, those reputed to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles, and they to the Jews. All they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. In verse 6, these Christians or leaders that were well-known and highly respected didn't overly impress or intimidate Paul. Paul preached the gospel of Jesus because of revelation from God, and he was guided by the Holy Spirit. These people had no influence on the gospel that he preached because it didn't come from man. And verses 7 through 10, the same God who was at work in the ministry of Peter was also in work in the ministry of Paul. We also see here that James, Peter, and John accepted and approved of Paul's ministry to the Gentiles. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 11. When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law, because by observing the law, no one will be justified. If, while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners, does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 2 of Galatians, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So like we saw in our Bible study from chapter 11 of the book of Acts, in verses 1 through 18, Peter explained the vision that he had, and then through all the things that had happened through verses 1 through 15, he says in verses 16 and 17, Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift as he gave us, who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could oppose God? And then the people that heard him say that didn't have any objections, and they praised God, saying that God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto life. Alright, so back to what Paul said in verses 11 through 13 of chapter 2 of the book of Galatians. In verses 19 through 30 of chapter 11 of the book of Acts, it talks about the church in Antioch and how 
Some believers were telling the message only to the Jews in Antioch and Venetia and Cyprus, but then there were men from Cyprus and Cyrene that went to Antioch and began to speak to the Greeks as well. And it talks about the different people that were in Antioch spreading the gospel and how Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, which is Paul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So even though it doesn't specifically say that Peter was in Antioch at the time, based on what Paul says in verses 11 through 13 of the book of Galatians, it seems that Peter was in Antioch and that Paul had opposed him to his face because before James had come with certain men, he would eat with the Gentiles. But then whenever James arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles. Peter was being a hypocrite and the other Jews joined in on this hypocrisy and it even led Barnabas astray. In verse 14, Paul said that he told Peter in front of all of them that he was a Jew, but he lived like a Gentile. So how could he force Gentiles to follow the Jewish customs? Like we know from the verses above, the Gentiles didn't need to follow the laws of Moses in order to be saved by Jesus. And Peter was living his life like a Gentile and associating with other Gentiles But whenever the other circumcised believers came around, he would separate himself from the Gentiles and try to force the Jewish customs on them. In verses 15 through 16, Paul's saying here that the only way to be justified is by faith in Jesus Christ. Observing the law will not justify anyone, and they who are Jews by birth and not the Gentile sinners know that. So they have to put their faith in Christ Jesus and not try to force the law on anyone because salvation only comes from believing in Jesus Christ. And verses 17 through 21, Christ doesn't promote sin, but he died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And we are only forgiven whenever we ask Jesus for forgiveness and we believe in him and we are saved. And when we are saved, we are dead in our sins and we die to the law so that we may live for God. Whenever we're saved, we're crucified with Christ and we have a new life in Christ Jesus. And the life that we live in the body is by faith in the Son of God, who died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And that's what Paul is saying here. As believers of Jesus Christ, we shouldn't live our life for ourselves, but for Jesus Christ. And we should seek to live and have a heart like him. And we have to let the Holy Spirit guide us and be fully submitted to the will of God the Father. Following the law does not make you righteous. And like he says in verse 21, if righteousness could be gained through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved. And observing the law does not get you into heaven. It's only by the grace of God that Jesus Christ died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And we have to believe in him, ask him to come into our hearts. And that's the only way into heaven is to be saved by Jesus. And Paul knew that. So that concludes this Bible study on chapter 2 of the book of Galatians. Next week, we're going to go into chapter 3. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.